You and your friends are dead. You're listening to Pit Punks. To another pitiful episode of Bit Punks. Okay, maybe I shouldn't go with that. I gotta, I gotta bring the energy. I gotta bring the energy. I don't know. I, I've been drinking coffee. I've been drinking coffee all day, and now I'm kind of like on the downward slope. Well, you need to wake up because you, you've got to go pick up Rock Band. I gotta go pick up some Rock Band. Well, you gotta get excited for Rock Band. Get my Tears for Fears going on. Uh, Huey Lewis in the news? You mean? About two is live. Okay. Well, this should be episode two, unless we junk this one as well. Uh, this week we are talking about horror games, or at least games that make you piss and crap your pants. Horror games? No, no, not horror. That. Oh, we're not doing the tentacle. Dang it! I've been no. researching tentacle no, rape games not like day all the week. No, another day. Another day. <sighs> we'll get there eventually. But yes, horror games. Games based on horror movies. The, the, the whole idea of like things going out to eat you. Uh, survival horror. Crap like that. Just really bad you know, games. Resident Evil. Things that bump in the night. Yeah. Like your mom. Whoa. That, That's what you're okay, that wasn't so funny. With us today is Nathan. Say hello, Nathan. H- hello? Does that mean I'm going to get killed? Yes. You're already dead. Oh. oh. And uh, we have Christopher. Marco. Wouldn't you be Polo? No, I'm trying to find them so I can shoot them in the head. And then we have Kent, bringing up the rear. That's where I like to be, <laughs> in the rear. Uh, wow. This is going to be one for the records. This is going to be... Let's let's see how pissed off we can get Jace. Yeah, I am pretty pissed as it is. Tell us about what you've been playing. What you've been playing? Tell us about what you've been playing. What have I been playing? Um, Fallout New Vegas. Yeah? Nice. Doing that for review. 
It's uh, more Fallout, more Fallout 3, just more of it. And in this case, if you like the more is better. If you like the um, yeah, more is better. If you like Fallout 3, if you like the downloadable content for Fallout 3, then you're gonna like this. It's nothing terribly new. I loved Fallout. That's, 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 that's okay. You're gonna love this. Now my question is, is it like downloadable content size, or is it actually legitimately like Fallout 3 length? It's it's Fallout 3 length. It's it's that big. Okay. Nice. How many hours in are you now? I'm about 24 hours in. 23 or 24 hours in. Nice. And I still haven't made it to New Vegas yet. Oh no! Oh, Jesus! Wow. Yeah. So not, not to the city proper. That, that's so it's not like uh, Fallout 3 where you're in DC the whole time. Well, you're on the out. You're in the DC wasteland. Yeah. You're in the Vegas wasteland in this one. But in this one, you, you don't start out in a vault at all. You are a courier. That, that means you carry packages from one place to another. Like a UPS guy, but on foot. And uh, get captured, shot, killed, and uh, buried out in uh, the Nevada desert. Just like real life. Um, but you're not really dead. And a robot digs you up and deposits you in the closest town, and that's where your adventure starts. You try to figure out who shot and killed you, or tried to kill you, and find the package that was taken from you, and solve all those mysteries, along with any mysteries that pop up along the way. And uh, it's very, 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 very much like Fallout 3. Uh, that system, first-person shooting, the perks, uh, enemies, so on and so forth, but they've added a lot more... Um, elements to it. New perks, um, new enemies, new weapons, new outfits, new, 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 new. But it's still using a lot of the same same old assets, like the same bent trash can you've been seeing for like the past 80 <laughs> hours of playing Fallout 3. You'll find <laughs> everywhere. Nice. And stuff like that. All the, the um, file cabinets and everything. Everything is in the same amount of disrepair everywhere. But... Even so, the game is still really, really fun. If you're not sick of Fallout 3, then you, you will want to play this. Okay. Uh, other well, than, then I want other to than, play uh, it. Yeah, you do. And I'm going to hold it over you. You already have. I know. I'm going to continue doing so. Sure. <laughs> other than that, I've been playing Shantae for the DSi. How is it? Oh, nice. It's, uh, it's not a bad little Metroidvania platformer. Uh, it's kind of short. There's only like three zones to go to, like three dungeons, and I haven't finished it yet. I'm just now in the third dungeon. I don't know if, how much more is beyond that, but I've got pretty much all of the upgrades so far. It's uh, really well animated, uh, really beautiful looking. It's only they like make a lot. Ten bucks, right? Um, uh, I think it's twelve. Or twelve, yeah. Yeah, I think it's twelve. Yeah. I finally I used I finally used my uh, 500 free uh, Nintendo points from pre-ordering Monster Hunter Try. Mm. I didn't know you had uh, that. Used towards this. Yeah, I have. I it. have Monster Hunter Try. We should play. Uh, sure. Considering I never played online, sure. It'd be nice to have somebody to play with. <laughs> and I actually have the Wii Speak peripheral for whatever good that is. As do I. What? As does really? my friend Jonathan. Yeah, it's not the best I have thing that. I don't, you, know, I don't actually, know why. You guys actually bought that? Really? I got it for $5. Yeah, I'm pretty ashamed to admit. Oh, okay. five bucks. But that's pretty much what I've been playing. 
Nate, what have you been playing? Um, I beat the Halo campaign, the Reach campaign this weekend. Cool. And nice. it's pretty great. Um, quite fun. And but but more than that, uh, a friend let me borrow the new Professor Layton, Professor Layton: The Unwound Future for DS. So I've been playing that. And uh, another friend let me borrow Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks today. So I'm playing a whole bunch of handheld games now. Yeah, Spirit, Spirit Tracks. Tracks. I enjoyed Spirit Tracks. I'm liking uh, it so far. Uh, I, have, I, I didn't play it yet. I, I don't like choo-choo trains. What's wrong with you? They go in one direction. That's my. Oh, you, can, you can back up, but that's about it. You can do that really slow. And if you're trying to avoid another train, it's too slow, and you'll still get hit, and you waste all that time on the tracks. Well, that's why I love riding on the tracks. I just pull my horn the whole time and just go, woo, woo. <laughs> Until a train slams into you. Uh, I haven't hit one yet. That's all you do. Yeah, when when the enemy trains get on the track, that's that's when it's going to get annoying. Oh, they're on the track. Yeah, but uh, I so. just don't hit them because I'm intelligent, and I don't. You'll get drive to a point right where you get them. surrounded by them. Oh, damn! But anyway, that's the worst Zelda in my opinion. Really, worse yeah. than like Oracle of Ages? Oh, well, not even those. Those are all. Dude, right. I love those. those. Were okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I love those. I didn't really get into those. Great. Better than or worse than the CS or CDI games. Those aren't real. They don't exist. Those are those are stories that parents tell their children to frighten them at night, to keep them in line. They well, see, don't really exist. I'm already liking it more than Phantom Hourglass because Phantom Hourglass annoyed me with by the fact that you had to keep going through the same levels of the the temple thing, and that just drove me crazy. Yeah, that was kind of a downfall for uh, Phantom Hourglass, but yeah, it was it was lower on my list, for sure. I I'm liking them both so far. Well, I'm liking this one more than the other one. I did like Phantom Hourglass. I just didn't love it. What else have you been playing? That's about it. I I'm still addicted to Picross 3D. I got sucked back in. You haven't been uh, you haven't been playing any Minecraft? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what that game is. Uh, you've been uh, talking don't. a lot about Minecraft on uh, G Chat. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen that game in my life. I think maybe the the tweets this is, might confirm. This is the first stage. This is the first stage. Denial. <laughs> yes. No, I You're in denial. Kent Kent got it for me, and I have built a nice little house. I have run into some penis monsters. I have dug down and found lava and water and I have been working on building towers outside of my house right now. Awesome. Have That's you found all. any diamond yet? Uh I don't think so. What color is diamond? It's like a whitish blue. No, no. I found something that's like white or silver. That yeah, that's, silverish. Uh, metal. That's metal. Yeah. 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 It's like I have iron. I have metal pants on right now. I, I've been working on, like, design. I've been designing um, on paper, graph paper, a logic board layout <laughs> to use with that, like, oh, red geez. dust. You know, computer science major, dude. Nice. That's what I do. Well, yeah, so did right. you, didn't I send you that link where the guy made a working 16-bit computer? Yes, Minecraft? and it was yeah. amazing. 
Wow. That's awesome. But what can you actually do with that? Like, like okay, you made it. You made all the logic gates. It all functions. But what, what does it do? What do you do with it? I mean, what can't you do Arithmetic. With it? I don't know. You, you can Computers do are made of tons of logic gates, so what can you do with that? Well, a lot more than what you can do in Minecraft. I guess you could do He's 2 plus 2 and get 4 out of it. Minecraft. No, you can do more than that. Yeah. You can do a lot. You'd be surprised. They have a similar thing on a little big planet that somebody did. A completely yeah, mechanical calculator. working one. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So, cool. You you can uh, do do some basic math yeah. in, uh, in the game by putting way too much effort into it. That's still awesome. To each his own. Yeah. Everybody plays it their own way. That's true. Well, I made a sweet, I made a sweet drowning trap for monsters. I found this place in the dungeon where monsters just keep streaming from it. Uh, I think there must be some sort of uh, spawn cube. Yeah. In the dungeon somewhere. But there's all sorts of monsters coming out of the dark region, and they just keep coming so fast. I had to build up a wall and. Eventually made the drowning trap. I just, I, I've got so much TNT from creepers and feathers. I got zombie feathers. Apparently, zombies have feathers in this game. Stuff like that. Yeah, it's good stuff. I don't understand why why everybody has feathers. All the bad guys, anyway. They eat the chickens. Yeah, you can get them from chickens too. Yeah. They eat chickens. Yeah. Well, if they can't eat you, oh. then they gotta eat something. I haven't I seen them eat chickens. What do you don't see it? better. Uh, you assume it it's just implied. Right, right. Okay. So what you been playing, Chris? Yeah, so I, I just started Dead Space last night, and I got oh, through, like, the first two so sections. Good. I know, I'm really behind on it, but I really enjoy it a lot. Um, I'm scared to, like, leave any secure place for fear that something will attack me. <laughs> and I have this really... That's what's gonna happen in a video game. I, I think it's yeah. a really good yeah. game if you wanna, like, learn how to play Call of Duty multiplayer really well, because a lot of people have... <laughs> yeah, oh, check it out, check it out. A lot of people have trouble in Call of Duty um, learning to check corners. They just blow by them and then get shot, you know, from the side, somebody hiding in the corner. This game, you want to, like, peek around the corner both ways, make sure nobody's coming, you put your back on the wall, you know, walk down the corridors with your back on the... On the wall. I just ran through. Well, you might run through, but still, that's how I play. Very, very cautious. And then when you find an enemy, you aim for their legs. Mm-hmm. Yep, and arms. Yeah, I tend yep. to go arms for arms and legs, never the head. Yeah, no, no, never the head, which is just like also Call of Duty. A cool idea, you know. Yeah, I do like, to, like that. Force it does that. work really well. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, and it's interesting, and I love the fact that um, they incorporated, you know that idea that you have to hit limbs and stuff and then they followed that through with the ability to turn your cutter so that you can actually you know actively change the direction that you're cutting based on the way that the limb is yeah yeah i, I like yep. that a lot so some good stuff i got to play the um dead space 2 multiplayer beta on ps3 i'm so and jealous yeah it was good I really liked I bet, it. I, I only got to play one round of it, though. Um, I started off as the humans, and it's objective-based. You go around to these different objectives, you activate things, and you go to the next one and uh, fend off all of the uh, the necromorphs, which are pretty easy to kill, but if they sneak up on you, they can pounce on you and 
tear you a new one. And uh, after we won that round, we switched off to the Necromorphs. And, um, you know, it's kind of like, kind of like Left 4 Dead, but the way you spawn in is a lot different. Uh, you get like a, a free-floating camera in the area, and you get to select like a vent or something like that. You point it at a vent and it glows. You can see them glowing around, and you select where you want to spawn from there. You don't actually go around in first person like Left 4 Dead and try to hide around a corner and try to keep up with them and with the survivors That's and cool. stuff like that. No. Right. It's, I, I really like the spawning that, system. In, that fits uh, with how it, it, it is in the game, too, the, the single-player game. They just kind of spawn out of things rather than walk exactly. down a corridor at you most of the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't, you don't hide around a corner and just magically appear. You come out of actual <laughs> spawning points. Um, Can you be a creepy baby fetus? Yes, I was a baby fetus. Oh my oh, god! And you can climb. You can climb on the walls and the ceiling, so you can set up ambushes that way. That's they, so uh, you can you can shoot your barbs at them, or you can uh, jump on them and start tearing at their face. So that was a lot That's of fun. Cool. That was a lot of fun. There's also like a, a one that can spit acid, and one that looks like a twelve year old child that likes to pounce on people and tear them up. So there's a lot of pouncing going on. Nice. But if you're pounced, it's not like in Left 4 Dead where if you're pounced, somebody else has to get you. You can fight them off yourself. But it's one of those button mash things. Keep on pounding on X to get them off while the other person's pounding on X to do damage to you. But anyway, looks good. I'm very much looking forward to it. Probably going to get it on the PS3. Not Xbox? Well, I don't know. If you Maybe. get Xbox, we can play. Exactly. Ah. If you ever buy it, if you ever have money to buy it. Oh, I w that's that's a game that's definitely going to be bought. Okay, well, I'll, I will consider the platform. Um, I'm not totally sold on it. I just I just know that the PS3 version is going to come with uh, Dead Space, what was it called, Extraction? Yeah. Yeah, the, the Wii game. Extraction. Yeah. yeah, like an HD version of the yeah. Wii game, which will work with the Move controller. <laughs> and I think Dead Space 2 itself works with the Move controller, which sounds uh, appealing to me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, sorry, I hijacked that, that whole conversation. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> um, what else have you been playing, Chris? Or did you want to talk about Dead Space more? No, uh, I mean, that's pretty much it, you know. It's it's fun. It kind of goes with the theme that we have today. And, uh, you know, I, I popped in Final Fantasy XIII. Um, and oh, played a couple oh. hundred battles of hitting auto battle. So that was unentertaining. That, oh, that's that all sounds of them. exciting. Don't worry. <laughs> it's just a little frustrating. Like about halfway through, I just purposely decided to choose it myself, even though there's really no difference. Like mm. it's pretty obvious between the two choices I had at the time. So I don't know. I'll probably keep up with it just to see. But I would I would say that um, Final Fantasy Mystic Quest is better than Final Fantasy Thirteen, and that was just released on Virtual Console. Ooh, I like. Yeah. I actually liked that game when I. Yeah, was I younger. actually liked it. It's a saga game, so if you like saga games, it's not. It's good. Is it a saga game? I, it doesn't look seem Mystic like a Quest, saga yeah, game it, to me. It is a saga game. What? Huh. This is news to me. It's all because it doesn't have you. like but you know Americans the robots and the, saga the mutants. Then. Right. Wow, I didn't right. know that. I know that it had awesome music. It did. Yes, badass music, and it needs to be remixed more. OC mm. remixes. If you ever listen to this, if anybody ever listens to this, 
uh, make some uh, some uh, Mystic Quest uh, remixes for me, please, pretty please. I would love you. There forever. are some. I know there are some. Yeah, I, I, I think there was one or two. Though. Yeah. But I want I want some of the of the main battle theme. Yeah. Yeah. I like the main battle theme in that. I know. But and the and the boss battle theme. I would rather they just keep making more uh, Earthbound OC remixes because that's the best. But I, I, don't know. I know. Yeah. Okay. So Final Fantasy thirteen, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's far. like one of my biggest game by regrets of the year. Probably over oh, Monday Night Combat. Twelve was great. I love twelve, but thirteen. Oh, 12, just... 12 is my second favorite. I mean, it's it it's was got ball awesome. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's only behind Final Fantasy VI. Which was another yeah, excellent I haven't. One. I mean, I, I like 12. I, I wouldn't say it was my second favorite. I'm I'm not really... Like, I don't play Final Fantasy often. You know, I hit a couple games here and there, so I don't really have a lot to, to compare it to. But That's okay. You know, All right. It is what it so, is. Uh, it is yeah. what it is. So, Kent, what have you been playing? I've been playing a lot of go to bed at three, get up at six, caffeine rush. Um, oh boy! Oh, I love that game. Yeah, it's it's so fun. Uh, oh. No, uh, not really much. What, a, just what achievements have you gotten in that? <laughs> uh, bloodshot eyes, uh, incoherence, uh, a lot of good ones, you know. <laughs> um, other than that, I haven't really been playing very much. I played uh, after we recorded our Mega Man podcast. I had to uh, go to Connecticut, and while I was there, I decided to look for um, some Mega Man games to complete my collection. I found uh, uh, Mega Man and Base for the GBA, so I got that. I've been playing some of that, and uh, just some more Ooh. Dragon Quest Nine. But that's been it. It's been kind of a busy two weeks. Ooh. Yeah, it sounds kind of busy. Yeah, it's a shame we can't play more. I've been playing it in Minecraft. It really I probably played five minutes of Minecraft in the hotel, but the connection was so bad that I, I, I just had to shut it off. You don't play any single player? Uh, I do actually. I don't know why I didn't play single player. I think I got. I, I there was something I really wanted to do in multiplayer, and you know how sometimes you just really want to do something, and if you can't do that, you're just like fuck it all. And yeah, yeah. It was you want you want other people times. to see it and appreciate it. Exactly. I don't. I don't know Minecraft. I, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, shut up, Nate. But uh, single player has a lot more going on in it. Uh, multiplayer doesn't have health yeah. activated. Uh, right. I don't think it has. I don't think it has the the redstone powder working in it either. Yeah, it doesn't work. Uh, Minecarts don't work. A lot. A lot of yeah. things aren't working in multiplayer right now. Though, speaking of Minecraft, the Halloween update's coming out. Oh that, yeah, that's right. That's right. With our theme, so he, there's supposed the to be guests. a lot of fixes and new things, and yeah, it's exciting. Besides, PC Gamer had a preview of it and showed a screenshot of the ghasts. Yeah, which were white floating heads with tentacles, and they shoot fireballs at you. And in hell, there's blocks that burn eternally, so they'll shoot fire around, catch those blocks on fire, and just uh, incinerate you. <laughs> and um, I don't know what size the ghasts are. I mean, when you look at the screenshot initially, it looks like yeah, oh, they're about the size of your head. Somebody posted on, I think, Joystick or something like that with a little graphic uh, detailing the size of the ghast because there was one that was uh, – the head was partially occluded by some other blocks. 
and the blocks were tiny compared to it. Mm. Hmm. That's scary. So it, it made it look freaking gigantic from that. And I hope they're not that That'd gigantic. Awesome. I, I hope they that are, because you just see be it terrifying. and you can't escape it. Be awesome. Yeah, exactly. That's why I like it. Uh, uh, that would be did... terrifying. But the way, okay, the way you get to Helm is to make a portal, and the way you make portals is through obsidian, which you you can create oh. with the interaction between water and lava. And um, water and lava can create either one or two things, obsidian or cobblestone, depending on which one, quote-unquote, wins. If wins. you have water on top of lava, it makes obsidian. If you have lava beating out water, then it makes cobblestone. Hmm. And it, it kind of depends on the height and, like, the volume of uh, of which liquid gets on which. But uh, I've made a whole bunch of obsidian, and it takes a while to mine one block out, even with a diamond pick. But uh, I've got oh, enough. You and you got to make a door frame. With... Yeah. yeah. You can mine it and get a, get a block of, of obsidian. But you need to make a door frame um, of uh, obsidian uh, and then light a fire in the middle of it. <laughs> and that creates the portal. And then it makes a an opposite portal in, inside the Hell Realm. And uh, when you're traveling in the Hell Realm, one meter equal uh, in the Hell Realm equals ten meters in the world above. Imagine if, like, nice. this Hell Realm is actually in the center of the Earth. And you go straight down into it. Then you move, like, a little bit. Then you go straight back up. That little bit of movement tra- translates into a lot more movement on, on the surface of the planet because so of the spherical nature of it. That's awesome. You could. But uh, that will that will set up uh, fast travel. Uh, so it's did, fast but dangerous travel. But did you guys uh, <laughs> see the the rapture also that somebody made in Minecraft? Oh yeah, yeah I saw that. No, that was freaking amazing. Uh, yeah, search it on YouTube after this, Chris. It's pretty awesome. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Is a man not entitled to the sweat of his block? <laughs> wow, that uh, was bad. Uh, yeah, I like, I like that. Groan. I like that joke. Would would you <laughs> would you kindly move on with the podcast? Uh, <laughs> yes, we should. Okay, so that is what we've been playing. Musical break. Insert here. Long one.
Welcome back, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that scary musical break there. Um, yeah. Ask how many how many people uh, peed their pants? Raise your hand. I'm raising One, my hand. Two, three, four, five. Who's the fifth person? I. Oh my God! Who's the fifth person? Ah, ghost fifth person. Okay. No. We only have four head. people here. Yeah, speaking of which, Katie isn't here with us. She wanted to be. She had a, a game she wanted to talk about uh, for the NES called The Uninvited, which was kind of like, it, it played like Deja Vu and Shadowgate, but it was horror-themed, and she said it scared the piss horror, out of yeah. her when she was a child. She really didn't want to be here. Yeah, she was too frightened. No, she had to she work too tonight, scared. unfortunately. But, anyway, my chosen horror game is my favorite horror game series um, it is Silent Hill and I can talk about the original Silent Hill because it, uh, it came out in 99 and that's over 10 years old I can't talk about Silent Hill 2 until next year because that came out in 2001 I say you can do it oh yeah yeah Silent Hill 2 I tried to play and got too scared and couldn't finish playing it it is a very moody frightening game and the reason why I like Silent Hill more than any other horror game, horror franchise is because it's psychological in nature it goes for creeping you out instead of jumping in front of you yeah, and, and I can't stand the, the shocker uh, elements of any horror game or movie, if something like just appears on screen really quickly with a loud sound and makes you jump, that's not really being scared, that's being startled yeah, it's really cheap. there's cheap a big way. difference yes. and being startled pisses me off it doesn't make me scared. And it makes me hate what has pissed me off. Uh, case in point, uh, Drag Me to Hell. I hated that movie. <laughs> I everybody loved seems it. to Yeah, everybody so seems fun. to love that movie. But I hated fun. it because it was cheap. It was cheap and it, it focused on uh, cheap scares and grossness. But that was the and point of it. It. it was it was a Sam Raimi going back to being old school Sam Raimi. Uh, but old school Sam Raimi was actually entertaining. And actually had a character that was uh, worth caring about. But that's was just because that's Bruce Campbell. I mean, well, yeah, you, you, need you obviously Campbell. You can't need... top Bruce that, Campbell. But it was still a fun movie. That lady was not worth caring about. I didn't care about her. She was not charismatic. She wasn't funny. She didn't carry the movie at all. I didn't care if she lived or died. <sighs> but but that was the whole point because she died. At the... Oh, spoiler. Yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> it was <laughs> bad. But anyway, way off topic again. But anyway, game okay, Silent Hill is... Is psychological. There are monsters, yes. They will come after you. They will scare you. But they're a lot more slow-paced or unpredictable. They're not going to just bust down a door to come and get you. You know when they're there. You can hear it on the radio. You just don't know where they are. And the, th the fact that you know that there's a monster around, but you can't identify where, Ugh, is even yeah. more terrifying. It's 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 better than going into a, a a room and then a zombie dog busting through a window. Though that is a classic moment in gaming history. Mm -hmm. It There's is a whole zombie dog from Resident Evil. But you don't have you don't you tend not to have any of that in any of the Silent Hill games. You just yeah. have mood to go and and creep you out. Um, also, what I loved about the Silent Hill series is the soundtrack uh, from Akira Yamaoka, who is no longer with. Konami, unfortunately. Oh, so no. he will, as far as I know, he's not going to do any other Silent Hill games. And he was the really? one who was carrying it uh, since Silent Hill 2, because not only has he been making the music for it, he's been 
the creative, uh, either the creative director or producer or something. He's been, he, he's helped to shape Silent Hill into what it is uh, until recently. Origins, though, didn't he? He, I, I believe his music was in Origins, and that's why Origins wasn't completely terrible. Origins was not bad. Uh, Silent Hill 5 was worse than Origins, but it still was playable, and it wasn't bad, and it was pretty much a Silent Hill game, but not the best. I didn't care for Shattered Memories at all. It didn't, it didn't have any of the gameplay, the music, storyline elements, anything. It was not Silent Hill. If it wasn't called Silent Hill, I maybe would have cared about it a little bit more. But <laughs> when it's called Silent Hill, it kind of carries an ex- expectation. Um, because I love the story. I love the characters. I love the atmosphere. And this was just so not what I loved about Silent Hill. But anyway, the first Silent Hill. Because um, even with, with like the low-resolution textures, even with the low-polygon models... The original Silent Hill on PS1 managed to come off as extremely terrifying and moody and believable. I don't know if that still holds up today, though. Yeah, I was going to say maybe maybe you should try again. Yeah, maybe maybe not. Yeah, yeah, I do want to go back. I planned on going back because Katie hasn't seen... Actually, Katie did play a little bit of the first one, but got too scared. Um, <laughs> and uh, actually, I don't think she was even able to get to the school. She got lost. She knew she had to go to the school, but really? she couldn't find her way there. It's like the first thing you do. Yeah, but, I mean, it is kind of like an odd way of getting there. You have to go into these, like, back alleys and going through a house and through some yards and stuff like that. But, I mean, if you go around and you look around, you'll find that there's only really one path to go to get there. She got disheartened by all the enemies coming out of nowhere because they do respawn. And you only have a limited amount of ammo. And it is best to run in Silent Hill. You can fight the monsters, but it's best to run. Um, they can't really catch up with you. Yeah. I never played the first one, the second one. Like, it just... I couldn't go. I, I got too creeped out. <laughs> well, that's that's proof of a good horror game. It is. Yeah, yeah I mean... I definitely. I'm not knocking it. That's, that's definitely good. Yeah. And this is, it's a shame, because it's it's definitely worth going through. The story, the, the, the mood, the... The music, the characters are what it's all about and, and what you need to experience. It's it's not the action. The action, honestly, is kind of terrible. Um, but I don't really care. Uh, yeah, isn't the point of the game not to have action because you're supposed to be uh, avoiding confrontation? Yeah. Well, and, th- and, and that's one of the things that made that game scary was it was really hard to control. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you, you had this tension the whole time, like, God, if something comes out, I don't know if I'll be able to get away from it. I don't have enough ammo. Yeah, and, and really, you should only attack when you're in a boss fight or if you're completely surrounded and have no way of getting out other than to shoot your way through. Yeah. Now, in, in like Resident Evil, it's best to just kill everything you see. Sure, you have limited ammo, but it's still best to kill everything you see. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And and to a degree, you can still get away with killing most everything you see in Silent Hill, but that's kind of not the point. And uh, Silent Hill w- rips off of every single freaking horror book, movie, everything franchise out there. I mean, if you look at the street names in Silent Hill, they're all based off of authors like Richard Bachman. There's Levin, Kuntz, Matheson, Crichton, 
Bradbury, Carl Sagan, you know, all the street names are just named after all these these authors and stuff. And uh, you'll you'll see uh, newspapers and newsstands that reference something like Silence of the Lambs, and you'll see like huh. a poster somewhere that will reference something that Stephen King did when he was in college. Um, and the game takes a lot from the mist from Stephen King. I mean, obviously it's all foggy, and there's things in the fog. And The Mist is pretty much my favorite short story from Stephen King. Most of his other did you stuff. Did like, the movie of it? Yeah, they made a movie of it. And I think they did a pretty damn good job with I, it. I never saw the movie. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie either. It's got Tom Jane in it, right? I, I forget the actor, but I thought it, it was very, very close to what the short story was. They took out one obligatory sex scene that, that uh, Stephen King loves to put in all of his stories because it made no <laughs> sense to have it in there. It really didn't. For the characters, it made no sense to have it in there. And they added an a extended ending to it that wasn't in the book. And that was just – it was uh, it was so shocking. I will just say that. Really? But, uh, yeah, the monsters were awesome in it. They were exactly how I imagined them in, in the short story or about close enough to it. But anyway, okay. The Mist, awesome. Then there's the, the freaking school with all the, the uh, little – toddler monsters coming oh. after you and trying to stab you in the legs. That was Ugh. frightening as hell. Babies in One general, of the... when they're in settings like that, are fucking scary. Yeah, they <laughs> are. They are. Like a, like a dead space. Well, exactly, babies exactly. In, in general, they don't, I mean, they don't babies even have in general, to... that's all that screaming and they just look like a little malformed California raisin <laughs> that, that yeah. feeds off of you. Well, I, I think that it provides tension. Yeah. Babies know, like, do provide tension, yeah. You know, like killing a child. Like, there's still something odd about that, even though the demonic can try oh, to kill it you. looks like just a mass of flesh in the shape of a child in this, though. But in that way, it's it's frightening. It looks like something from, like, a Nine Inch Nails or Tool video. <laughs> yeah, not, not much in that game looks nice. like human. <laughs> It does. I mean, most of Silent Hill, especially in the other world portions, reminds me of, like, a tool video, and I really do like that. I like the tool videos. The stop-motion animation, meat and rusty metal type crap. That's pretty much what the other world is, is meat and rusty metal. And, uh, mm. that, yeah, that's one of the things I like about Silent Hill is are the two worlds. And you go back and forth between these worlds, and it you don't have any control over that. You are forced between these. It, throughout the entire game, you feel like you're being led or forced or guided and you don't really have much control over your fate, so that's one of the ways it brings tension. You don't have much control over what's going on around you. It's it's so surreal and unbelievable and things like that just shouldn't happen. You go back and forth between and uh, I don't think it's ever really fully explained why you go back and forth between the two worlds. Other than, um, I think there are these two entities that are kind of battling one another in the in the town of Silent Hill, and that's kind of what's pulling Harry Mason, the the, the lead character, between the two worlds. Why there are guns strewn around, where you can where why you can find ammo is because there's two entities, one trying to use Harry as a pawn, and one trying to stop Harry from completing the goal that the other entity is trying to push Harry to do. And basically. When you get to the beginning of Silent Hill, you play as Harry Mason. You're in a car with uh, your adopted daughter, Cheryl Mason. And you go in there because 
I think it was that uh, Cheryl keeps on talking about Silent Hill. Keeps on talking about it. Not like in the movie where she's screaming at Silent Hill. No. <laughs> she, keeps, she keeps talking about it in her sleep. And, and talking about it, uh, from what I remember correctly. So they decided, okay, well, maybe we should actually go out here. If, if it's so in your mind so much, we should go here. So, so they, they go to a car and they go out. And um, while on the road outside of uh, Silent Hill, they see a girl pass by in front of them. And he steers to avoid her. And then he wrecks. And he wakes up. Cheryl is missing. And um, he's in Silent Hill. And that's where you start. You try to find Cheryl. And that's, that's what you're trying to do the whole game. And, and you get involved into why Cheryl wanted to go there. What, sh- you know, the importance of Cheryl is to Silent Hill. It's, it's great that these stories aren't just pounded into your head. You pick them up. You pick it up by, by looking at the environment, by, by reading articles that's in the game, and, and, and just seeing it around you. It's not forced down your throat, and that makes the world more more immersive to me, more mysterious. But anyway, I've talked a lot about Silent Hill. I yeah, probably yeah. haven't done it any justice, but I do freaking love it, and I think everybody should play Silent Hill one through three, maybe four. I actually liked four, even though it didn't start off as a Silent Hill game. Really. But it still had Akira Yamaoka in the in the mood and stuff like that. But it had freaking ghosts in it that you could kill. All you can do is just pin it to the ground with a sword, and you had a limited number of those. Those were, I don't know. Try out one through three; they're the best. I'll yeah, shut up now. <laughs> I've I've heard there's no point in going beyond story. like two. Two is so. the best. Yeah. So and I've only played one. It now. it doesn't have much to do with the first one or Harry or. Or the town itself. It's about James. It's about the character and what the town is doing to him. Why he's at the town. Um, it's it's a it's a personal story. It's about the character, not the town. But anyway, yeah. I've talked too much about Silent Hill already. Who's next? Chris. Me. Well, uh, the game that I would like to suggest. Uh, I know we don't go beyond um, Nintendo 64 times. Um, but I felt like this one was a good exception. Um, it came out for the GameCube. However, it was supposed to be released for the N64. That is Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem. Yes. So this is one of those games that it's not a direct, you know, things popping out at you and scaring you. To me, this was a completely psychologically freaky game. Um, in that you had this story to draw you in. It's all about, you know... I guess uh, it's really hard to explain. It's, a, it's an adaptation. Well, it's an adaptation of um, uh, all the Arkham stuff with um, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft's yeah. Elder Gods. Yeah, stuff. it's yeah, yeah. That's a good way. To, that's a that's a great way to explain it. Except for the names are changed yeah. because Heart the yeah, demonic. Right. So yeah, and the whole game was kind of focused on these alignments and magic, um, and at the same time. You always had to think about this thing called the sanity meter, which is basically a green bar that um, could be depleted or, you know, cranked back up. And the lower it got, the more it affected your sanity, both in-game to your character, but even greater, it broke that wall and affected the player, which is what really got me going about it. 
Um, I remember playing one night really late. (laughs) Yeah, really late. Um, My sanity meter got pretty low. I was playing with the lights off, and I actually borrowed this game from Nate, so I remember it was only a couple years ago. And all of a sudden, I I kept seeing something on my my screen. So, you know, I, I got up, and it was a little fly. So I kept trying to, you know, trying to get it off the screen, right? And then, like, I walked up there, and I kept doing it. I'm like, this is so freaking annoying. Like, it was driving me crazy. And then I went to go flick it off one more time, and the whole screen, like, covered with bugs and just freaked me the crap out. (laughs) (laughs) And that works because, you know, it was dark. So, but still, like, that was brilliant. And the fact that, random luck, the TV I had just so happened to be the same uh, color UI-wise as the game... So, like, the game at some point changed the volume, or it made it look like your TV's yeah. volume was changing. Well, it just so happened that it looked exactly like my okay, real Okay, so, TV. like, the, the graphical overlay of the right, TV. Right, the graphical exactly. overlay of my TV volume looked like, coincidence, what the game did. So, That's awesome. again, pretty weird, pretty my, disturbing. Mine was, mine was vastly different, so that, I, that one didn't affect me. Yeah. yeah. The, but the, so, one, the Sandy effect that affected me... The most was because this has happened to me so many times. Is I, I too would be playing it late at night, and uh, if your sanity was low and you tried to save, sometimes you would get a <laughs> uh, message that it couldn't save and that it was deleting yeah, your memory. Card. Deleting your. And right. this has happened. And it to looked me frozen. So many different occasions, and it looked realistic right. that I started yeah. flipping out, and then it switches back on, and I'm like, "What? Oh, you fuckers!" So that's the one that really got yep. me. I I, oh, I, had that I had that happen several times, and I especially liked one that like I went to hit the save button once, and like the res- the revolver like exploded in my face, killed me, and then looked like it saved the game. I was like, no, right. like you can't get out of that loop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it did like things like that, and to me, like you know, for a game to do that, to break that wall and do it in such a strong way. I felt like it was something that left an impact on me and uh, provided me with that suspenseful plot on top of all these other little things that affected me personally as well as my character. So, but yeah, those are some of the things that I, that I enjoyed about it. How about you, Nate? I know you were a fan of the series. I love that game. I love it so much that I bought Two Human. And, uh... <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean... <laughs> I've played it through. That game was scary. I think on all four colors. <laughs> yeah, it was scary bad. Uh, <laughs> all four colors, and I I loved that aspect of it. Is is that you could, uh, um, you know, switch switch the playstyle, switch everybody's right. uh, weakness by yeah. the the color that you pick. What if you got if you got the ultimate, the purple, you could just defeat everyone yeah, easily. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which right. I mean, I, I I found the spot where you find that color in the game, and I looked at, at you know how to get in there, and I was like, that looks like something I should go after, but I'll go down this hallway first, and then you get to a point where you can't go back. Yep. And then I found out later that that's what you get is the ultimate magic, and I'm like, man. Yep, yep. <laughs> right. Yeah, I thought that was a, a pretty pretty fantastic game. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It was pretty bad. All right, so now, Jace, go ahead, Jace, let's go. Let's hear it. It was not 
It was not scary at all. Nor was it fun for me. Plus, I didn't really see much of the sanity, uh, insanity effects because it was just the meter, and like all meters, I want to keep it full. Yeah, I, I, I did that the so, first time. There was a spell in there that, that helps you uh, fill it up, so I just kept on using that. And then using the... Wasn't there a spell that filled up your magic meter, too? Um, not... There was, there was a way you I can easily fill one, up your magic meter. It wasn't so... I correct. think you only had that one with the purple magic. Yeah, I, I don't know if you yeah. can quickly fill up magic that much. Well, I had a way of, of getting my sanity meter up and the only insanity effect that i saw was my character's head randomly exploding like somebody was punched in mortal Kombat or something and that's <laughs> the only sanity effect i saw we'll see and the rest of the game was just pretty mediocre i mean it wasn't terrible but i mean nothing was scary to me and i kept on skipping around between characters and i just didn't really care about the characters because they you didn't stick with well, them. Also, died I, anyway. Well, that's the thing. Out, outside of the 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 scariness factor, which at t- most of the time it wasn't scary to me, but the I like the story how it it goes from place to place and how you get to track the book, uh, and, and how right. how it went through history and then how at the end you know you've got to face it and and it's it's I loved it. I mean, it's great. Yeah, it's a it's a large story, and it does cut back yeah. and forth a lot. But that's just, I mean, it's just a style. Yeah. You know, some people like it, some people don't. It's just. But I, I found myself mm-hmm. loving it too. I love the fact that you got to trace the main character, i.e., the book, in my opinion, um, <laughs> and that was the important part. Definitely. Yeah, but every time that you went into me. like another like flashback sequence and played as a character, you knew, like, okay, this guy's gonna die. No, not everybody died. Not everybody yeah, which died. One, people which went one insane. A few people went insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they were all possessed by the book by the end, weren't they? Yeah, but they some of them just went insane. They didn't die. No, either way, they, they came up with a shitty fate. But but that's, and, you know, that's the you point really of it. the characters very well, so you don't have, like, a vested interest in them. Maybe you just didn't pay enough attention in them to get an inter- I interest in that. I used a guide. And That's exactly. See, you wasted time using the guide. You used a guide? Yeah, so I can get all the magic and everything. Ugh. See? Ugh. Wow. You just, see, you just took all the magic. Yeah, you, you ruined the whole game. No wonder you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I've never used. I've never used a guide like that. I've only used the guide when I got stuck. Okay. Uh huh. And and to get that's all what, the magic. That's what, not not even on Ocarina of Time. That's what GameFAQs is for, man. (laughs) That's right. That's what GameFAQs is for. Now, here's my thing, is the fact that you might not have gotten a a full character's worth, a full video game's character's worth per character. But the whole point was the fact that all these characters were connected and in common through the book. And so the character was like this... It was the whole idea of all the characters put together and what they were faced right. against. And that, but who I mean, really cares if me the characters don't mean anything? It doesn't matter if they're all put together, if they're all boring, and you don't really know much about them. <laughs> well, <sighs> read less, play more. <laughs> I, did, I did think the World so. War I um, uh, story portion was interesting because you don't see enough of World War I in video games. Yeah, it's all World War Two. I like, I mean, I liked all of it. I li- I liked the the part where uh, 
you're like Aztec, the the Aztec girl mm-hmm. going through the little temple. Mm-hmm. I love that part. That's I think that's probably my favorite one. Yeah, that's the one I remember. That Nickelodeon game show. What is it called? Oh, Legends of the oh, Hidden oh, Temple. Yeah, there you go. It's just a yes crappy version of Legends of the Hidden Temple. Don't you mean an Blue awesome Bear version Bear. of Legends of the Hidden Temple? Bye. I love that show. <laughs> I know, right? It's great. Well, then, Mr. Host hating on the game, why don't you change us on to something new? All right. Uh, did you have any other horror games you wanted to talk about, Chris? Like anything no, that was actually that... scary? No, you know, most of the really oh. actually scary stuff in terms of, like, freaking out is all later. Hard to hard yeah. be scary in 8-bit, you know? I yeah. think. True. You know, you can you can get some early uh, PlayStation well, 1 yeah. games or PC games. Yeah. Yeah, I think we have some coming. So let's uh, let's pass All it. Right. Let's pass it on. All right, Nate, do you want to go yeah. next? Sure. I I I'm surprised none of you had had heard of my game, but it's called Shivers, and uh, that sounds scary. I, it was to me. I was like like 12 years old when it came out, and it's a Sierra game. And at That's that point cool. in time, yeah, at that point in time, that was all I played was Sierra. In fact, I didn't think I owned anything but Sierra games on my PC. I miss the old Sierra games. And, oh man, but this was, this was like, kind of like Mist, except for you were in like this really creepy museum, and there was like pots, there was, there was a pot with a ghost in it who, who talks to you, and, and it's, I mean, it just, it creeped me out. So it's kind of like Seventh Guest? Yeah, except I never played Seventh Guest. Ah. So, but yeah, I mean it's it's I liked it because I liked puzzle games and point and click adventure games at that point, and it really did that for me. And I got creeped out because it was you know like s- scary sound effects and scary music playing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean it was great. But aside, what was, the, what, what was the scariest thing that you've experienced in that game? I, I don't know. I don't remember that much of it. Oh. I just remember, I, I remember like a ghost popping out at me, but uh, I think that might have been a good ghost. <laughs> but you Thinking killed it back anyway. on it. There was a similar game that Katie played. I think it was called, yeah. I think it was called Phantasmagoria. Yeah, I've heard. Oh of yeah, that. and that was a, a point-and-click, extremely gory yeah. adventure game with <laughs> yeah. like real actors on terribly rendered CG backgrounds. And um, she only got to play a little bit of it, and then we went on YouTube and saw the, like, the horrible, just gruesome death scenes that, that could happen to the main, the main character or any of the surrounding characters in that game. And, and I don't know. If, if you get a kick out of cheesy, obviously fake, gory stuff from, like, the late 80s and mid-90s, you'll, you'll like Phantasmagoria. Yeah, yeah. I I've heard good things about it, but I have not. I have not played it. Okay. Any other uh, specific horror games that you wanted to talk about? Uh, since we haven't touched on it yet, uh, Resident Evil Two was one of my all-time favorite games for a while. What yeah. about the first uh, one? Uh, really? All really? all those Resident hey, Evil it was... games scared me because uh, it was just so scary to control. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it's it's. I'm afraid to pick up a controller 
exactly. and play one of those games just because of how terrible the controls. I, I, I will say yeah. Resident Evil 1, I played on the GameCube and actually enjoyed it. The but, remake? Uh, yeah. But yeah, on, that one was actually pretty good. But on the, the PS1, I couldn't play the first one. And I, I got through the second one just because I had heard so much good about it, and so I kept pushing forward, and I really liked it. But uh, Res- Resident Evil was a, a ripoff of the original Alone in the Dark games on the PC. Yeah, yeah, right. they were exactly the same. And I got to play a little bit of the first one. I never got to finish it, so I don't really have much to say about it other than it was very much like Resident Evil or vice well, versa. For uh, Alone in the Dark, all you have to do is uh, look up the UA Bowl Alone in the Dark movie, and, and you're set, I believe. Uh, that's, that's, that's your strategy, okay. guys. That's that's the complete yeah. experience there. Absolutely. I mean, it's. Uh, has he made a bad movie yet? I No, they're all gems. Okay, okay. I was going to say, he's pretty much like Chris Nolan. Like, he can't do wrong. <laughs> I, I don't know that I can let you say that. That's that's blasphemy. <laughs> I don't mind you saying it, but I also don't mind It's one thing wrong, to joke. So. <laughs> it's a, yeah. It's all rolling You're just getting personal now. <laughs> uh, you can't hate. I mean, he's, he's UA Bull. I have actually watched... Two of his movies, and I'm still all the way alive. through. I'm still alive. Yes, all the way. Maybe through. you have a better constitution than most. D- oh, didn't you hear the intro? I, I don't know. You're I dead. You made your saving throw. Oh, damn! I am dead. Yeah, so you <laughs> didn't survive. <sighs> the twist was you were dead all along. Thanks, Shyamalan. <laughs> what? Ugh. Ugh. All right, but yeah, Resident Evil. I have mixed feelings about it. Like I love zombies and everything, but I've always hated yeah. the controls, and I always thought the the, the storyline was just overly cheesy, yeah. and I never really cared yeah, for the characters or anything. But that's some of the best. It was part of like though. the zeitgeist at the time to play the game. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody was playing it, so you kind of had to partake as well if you wanted to be in on the conversations and know what everybody was talking about and raving about. Right. Yeah, there's, there's some fun to be had with it. But you had to play it because you had to learn who Leon was so you could play Resident Evil 4. <laughs> which which was a much better game. Uh, one of the Absolutely. best games of all time. I would not say I still that, think it, it controls it horribly. The only Resident Evil I've played all the way through. Uh, it's Sense 2, yeah. It's, well, 5. I love 5, too. But that's way too new. But yeah, Resident Evil 4, for me, was just... I mean, that was a game changer. And everybody says it, but it was. It's so good. It did uh, bring a lot new to the table uh, for the video game industry. The whole, yeah, and the whole (laughs) over-the-shoulder perspective that is used in most third-person shooters today. Yeah, Yeah. which I, I'm still not a fan of that style. I don't enjoy it. Oh, I think it works pretty well if it's used correctly. Yeah. Well, my only thing is it can definitely be done poorly. I feel closed yeah. in, you know, and that could. Well, I think that's kind of what they're doing. Yeah, that's the point. Fine, you know, no big deal. But I don't feel closed in in like a scary tension way. I feel closed in as in I don't feel like I can see anything. Yeah, it kind of and I, makes you blind in one eye. I mean, yeah, it's not it's not necessarily but, about being no, scared, but anxiety. To me, that's not the point for Resident Evil Four because like nothing. To me, nothing was ever like so. I needed to react so quickly, you know. I mean, you can kind of sit back a little bit, and for me, closing me in like that when I'm trying to see and sit back a little bit was just frustrating. 
Well, at least there was an improvement over the whole fixed camera angle in Resident One, Resident Evil oh. One through Three, where most yeah. of the enemies were off screen, and you just had to kind of yeah. figure out where they are. Like, oh, my character could probably see them, but I can't. Absolutely. Um, and, but that's just a personal, a taste thing. I'm not a big third person type of player. Oh, that's so. okay. That's better than saying uh, Eternal Darkness sucks. Right. Which it does. <laughs> but I will agree. It's well, I... The way they changed it is much better the way it is in its current incarnation. <laughs> and I did play all the way through 4, and I did like it. It was great. I couldn't play it on the GameCube because I still hated the, c- the controls. I did feel boxed in, like you said. I felt like what the character could do and what the game is allowing me to do with the character are two different things. Like, every so often he could do some freaking mirac- miraculous ninja kick, but only in very specific circumstances. He could do jumping out of a window and rolling on the ground, but only in very specific circumstances can you do anything like that. And he moves like a freaking tank, just like in all Resident Evils. He's so slow and so methodical. And like when, when he takes out a knife to swing, he just does it in a slow arc. While all the zombies are much faster and more nimble than him in melee. At, in, uh, in they're melee not zombies. Combat. They're not zombies. Yeah. Well, infected. technically, L- Las Plagas. Las Plagas. Yeah, Las Plagas. Yeah. is right. Yeah, they're not undead, and yep. unless their corpses are dead, I mean, their bodies might be dead. I don't know. Yeah, but they're anyway, not, they're not I thought I thought the uh, the Wii version was a lot better because then I I can actually aim and do headshots, and that yeah. one was manageable. And that one I played from beginning to end and enjoyed it. That's okay. I haven't played Resident Evil 5 yet, but I might do that if I ever pick up a move controller, get it on the PS3. Oh, oh, oh no. Hey, if it's anything like the Wii controls, then I'll be able to tolerate it. But just just pick it up on, like, 316 Play With Me. I'll play it all the way through again. I've played it through, like, seven or eight times already. Nah, I don't know. It's too racist. Oh, God, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> um, so we talked a little bit about Resident Evil. Kent, have you not, have you talked about any games yet? I have not, not specifically. Okay, then. Um, so let's move to you then. <laughs> so, what horror game, game would you like to bring to the table? Well, well first, there, not many games scare me. Not many things scare me. Period. But especially not many games. I think the only time anything's actually scared me were the few times when we talked about Eternal Darkness and. Um, uh, the just jump factor and some of the the points in um, Dead Space, which you know, whatever, not not our topic, but um, the the one of the games I wanted to talk about was the Splatterhouse series, uh, uh, which was a yeah, it's not it's not really right? a, a scary game, but it's horror themed, and I think that's fair. Right, it's horror themed, right? And 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 actually, one of the things I really liked about the Splatterhouse games, especially the the first one, is uh, you know you start and you're this guy, you come in with your girlfriend, and she gets uh, captured by these monsters, and you get your Jason mask, and you start beating the shit out of everything in sight. And about three-quarters of the way through the game, you find this monster who is actually your girlfriend. And you have to beat the monster, and then your girlfriend turns back into human and dies. And that she just mm-hmm. dies, and you, you finish the game. And, you know, playing that as a kid, that was that was a pretty big deal. You know, someone yeah. actually dying in a, in, in, in a video game, because no one dies in video games. You know, this is way before Eris and all that other stuff, you know. Wait, so that, quite a downer. What? Oh, I mean, spoiler alert. 
No, I think we're I think we're uh, we're past that. Um, <laughs> and I mean, the the aesthetic of the game was really it was gory at least. You know, you had you had like uh, you know bodies that were ripped in half, pinned to walls, and things like that. And it was a it was a bloody game. You know, for the you know in, coming out uh, in '89, so. We didn't, we didn't have yeah the hor- that many horror that time was games. a lot of the uh, the slasher blood fest yeah, gore, gore everywhere and, yeah well and I and I've always been a big fan of horror movies not because they were scary but I find most of them just really funny and you know yeah. this, the, your your guy looked like Jason from Friday or um yeah from Friday the Thirteenth and you know it had some humor it was it was it was actually kind of a funny game too kind of like uh, Evil Dead or something like that. Yeah, but, but uh, let's not talk about the Evil Dead games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, were, they had yeah, Bruce those Campbell. Are, those are those are sacrilegious. They did. That, that's about the only redeeming quality. <laughs> yep. Well, one of them had Ted Raimi doing a voice too. Uh, yeah, that right? doesn't regeneration really make it any better. <laughs> but uh, there's supposed to be a new Splatterhouse game coming out yeah, someday. It's been out. it's been Actually, in development hell for quite a while. I think I saw something but, recently about that that they. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be coming out uh, November. November, yeah. Really? Yeah. That, that's a shame they missed uh, the whole Halloween season. Right. Yeah, no kidding. That would seem so obvious, you would think. I don't have high hopes for it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, and it, there, there, was, there was a certain charm about a uh, you know, beat-em-up game that was like a 2D beat-em-up game, and right. I don't think it'll transfer. It's like... Like one of the other scary games that I don't really want to talk about, I just want to jokingly say uh, Castlevania three or Castlevania sixty four. Uh, that game was scary because it was so bad. <laughs> that's that's probably it, what the new uh, house will be. Prob- well, it'll at least you'll be able to control the new Splatterhouse, right? That's true. That's a good question. I don't know. Because maybe Castlevania sixty four was atrocious controls. I mean, just... Yeah. I mean, do you guys watch the game trailers retrospectives at all? Uh, I, I sometimes. I don't the first one. They, they've been doing the Castlevania ones, and last week they did the one with 64, and the the thing is, is to be able to capture the footage that they had, somebody had to actually get far enough in that game to, to show some screen caps, and I was... I mean, I was shocked that somebody actually made it into the castle in that game. <laughs> Maybe they used an actual replay to help them or something. Yeah, they they must have they must have hacked it because there's no way anybody can control that much. Yeah, and I I would like to talk about Castlevania, but I would also like to save that for its own yeah, well, separate show. Yeah, we'll save Castlevania. There's a lot to talk yeah. about there. There's a lot to talk about. Well, well we the new Castlevania yes. game that I want to talk about too, but I haven't played Symphony, it yet. So, can Symphony of the Night was '97, right? So we'll be able to talk about that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Okay. yeah we'll go talk. About We've that. all played that, right? Yes, it's good uh, stuff. I don't think I played that one. Oh, <gasps> it's on Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah, then go play it. <laughs> Chris, I I liked it so much. Of course, I played it like five years ago, I, the PS1 version, and uh, I didn't get the full full game but uh when it was five bucks on xbox live i bought it and then after that it was ten dollars for psp and i bought it so 
So that's okay. how much. It, that's how good it is. It's okay. worth it. I promise. Okay. Uh, Kent, were there any other horror games that you wish to speak about? I think you mentioned Doom. Uh, yeah. Somebody Doom mentioned Doom. I said yeah, something about Doom. I, I did want to say one more thing about the Splatterhouse series, um, to assuage your you know fears. In the second one, you actually save your girlfriend from hell. So she doesn't ah. ultimately die in the series. Oh, so she's just in hell. Yeah. So now she comes back to life as the undead? No. <laughs> that would actually be awesome. Because <laughs> what happened to her body? It decomposed. Yeah. yeah. So what? what is she taking over? Is she now a wraith? <laughs> she take over somebody else's body? I don't uh, think they thought that far ahead. I mean, she dies well, again. I think they no, should. She's, she's just human. You You marry her by the third game, so... <laughs> and you have I a baby. Found a body so I somewhere. I don't, yeah, I don't know I, <laughs> if your baby's half ghost or what. Little freaky Jason masked baby. That's right. Little David. Little David. Yep. Is that's actually was his name. David was his name. I know. Big spoiler. She dies. <laughs> yeah. Again. What? <laughs> anyway, there's uh, anyway. Doom as well. Doom, Again, Doom, 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 Doom. The first one. Original Doom. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was scary. It had uh, well, its like I said, it wasn't scary, but it had all these gory guys coming at you, demons, burning skulls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. It had plenty. Hey, when you're in a darkened room and you hear like, like a pinky demon snarl at you, and you don't know where it is, <laughs> you, you kind of freak out. But I would, I would say Doom Three was scarier. It was more shocking. Yeah. But shocking, yeah, scary, or shocking, not. scary, shocking. Well, yeah, and these are these it's more startling. Yeah, you know, we're talking about scary horror games as well. It, it all fits. Yeah, uh, and horror themed. By yeah, I th- I think Doom's fair game. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, Doom was yeah. just taken off of Xbox Live. You can't I buy saw. it anymore. Yeah, I was. Gonna, I was and gonna no say. reason has been given for that. Nope. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I still own it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm lucky, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know why. Luckily. <laughs> I had fun I with mean, it. You, it's it, you can get it free for PC now. So. Yeah, I mean you can yeah. get it everywhere. But no achievements, I guess. <gasps> achievements. Yeah. Achievements. <laughs> I did get a few of them. I didn't get all of them because some of them were multiplayer only. Yeah, I've played Doom yeah, 2 I multiplayer. Hate those multiplayer but achievements. That's all. There are worse uh, things than. I haven't picked up Doom 2. Yeah, I am. I am totally not addicted to achievements, so I really don't care. Don't say that in front of Ken. I, that's just because that's because your EP is smaller than mine. That's true. <laughs> I realize I have I have double the size. I have double the size of Jason's EP on Xbox Live. That's all that matters. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Probably quite a bit. I have more too many other things going on. Yeah, but you've only had three hundred and sixty for like a, a year. Yeah, exactly a year. But uh, yeah, there were a lot of. Other horror games that we haven't talked about, but we don't really have time to talk about. I mean, I wanted to talk about Sweet Home on the NES, one of the first horror games. Uh, Fail. The Uninvited. Sweet Home was awesome. I only got to play a little bit of it, though. It was like a a horror RPG. Sweet Home. Like it had, like, turn-based RPG combat. And and to be fair, Sweet Home is what brought about Silent Hill. Sweet Home is what? True. That's what brought about Silent Hill. I don't think it did, because Sweet Home was... Capcom. Capcom and Silent Hills, Konami. Unless it had a lot of the same uh, developers, like actual they, programmers. They, and... Like, they, that's a statement given. Okay, anybody had any other horror games or 
scary game events happen to them. I I just wanted to mention two more games. We don't have to really talk about them, but uh, one was Night Nightmare Creatures for the sixty four. Yes, I think I think it was on P, uh, PlayStation as well. Yeah, it was. But um, I played that. I I love that game. It, it, it was one of those games. It was another one of those games where the anxiety was. I mean, you know, it's it's horror themed, but the anxiety was created by uh, an adrenaline bar that if you weren't fighting long enough, that bar would go down and you would start losing health. And and I, I don't know, I was just really bad at games back then, so that would happen to me a lot. Yeah. And I would just die. All the I would I wouldn't die from the monsters. I would die from the adrenaline bar. So I'd get really stressed out if I couldn't fight or kill a monster because I knew I was going to die and lose my progress. It's like constantly being in, in an underwater level and drowning. Ugh, you right. have to fight creatures to, to get your air back. It's kind of like playing Gauntlet Legends. Yeah, actually. Which is, mm, that doesn't sound too appealing to me. Aww. <laughs> Sorry, no help. It was actually really... Give me another quarter. <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah, luckily, I didn't have to pay to play that one. It's a genius arcade tactic. <laughs> it really is. I, I love me some Gauntlet. It's Gauntlet fun. It was but... great. And then, so can't we'll have to have a gauntlet episode. What was the other uh, game you wanted to mention, Kent? Uh, Parasite Eve. I don't, I don't know how you guys feel about Parasite Eve, but I actually really yeah. liked the atmosphere, and it, it was the same kind of thing where you, uh, it was like it was it was very similar to Silent Hill. You know, you uh, your ammo was limited, not as limited in Silent Hill. You still that's still what you use to fight bosses and and and, and monsters. But yeah, combat was encouraged you know, in, in in Parasite Eve. Right. Right, I mean, it was right. all about the combat. Yeah, it, yeah. Resource management stuff was in there too, and and it, it was one of those games where you definitely could do things wrong if you didn't really, if you, you know, if you tried to spread out your your uh, upgrades of your guns, you would be too weak to handle a boss or something like that. Um, I don't know. I just I I just love that game. I thought it had really good atmosphere. It, it always seemed really creepy. Yeah, I love the, was, um, the, simple, the monster you know. designs and the disgustingness of it. The yeah. whole idea of mitochondria um, taking right. over. Like the monsters within you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the music yeah. in it as well. Uh, I was going to say, I've never played this, but I know one that a lot of people talk about. And Tell me if y'all played it as uh, Clock Tower. Um, I have not. Yeah, but that came out That came out in uh, 2002. Oh, did uh, it? Okay. I was going to talk the about that too. But Japanese it, one it came, came out, out on the Super oh, Nintendo. No, no, Clock Tower... No, I'm sorry. You're right. Clock Tower came out. I'm thinking of Fatal Frame. Yeah. The original Fatal Clock Frame Tower was on Super Nintendo, and or Super Famicom, and yeah. it never came to the U.S. Right. And then it was on the PlayStation 1. No, the Clock Tower games were good. Yeah, I, I always heard about them, and, you know, I just never had the kind of platforms that I needed to play them at the time. You know? That's kind of like the story of my video gaming career. <laughs> Clock Tower sounded way too stressful yeah. for me because you couldn't really fight back. It was all about running and hiding. Yeah, well, it was, it was a it was a uh, more of a puzzle solving type game anyway. Yeah, I do like those, and that reminds me of one um, a game that I played a on the PlayStation One called Echo Knight. Has anybody heard of that? Echo Knight. Echo Knight. It takes place on a ship, on a, on like a like a cruise ship. I believe, and it was using the same engine as Kingsfield, and there's absolutely no combat in the game, and I didn't realize that until after I finished the game. It was very immersive. There was a lot of puzzle solving. There were there were monsters and enemies there that you just had to run from. 
but uh, the immersion factor came from the the world itself and the puzzle solving and 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 the story. And I thought that was a pretty good horror type game, more of like a ghost story. And there was another Echo Knight on PS2, but I never played it. I do remember seeing this game. I did never play it though. Yeah, it was pretty good. If uh, anybody has a chance to check it out, like go on YouTube and look at some of it. It's kind of cool. Huh. It's an interesting experience. I was a big fan of the Kingsfield games anyway, so that's that's one of the draws I had to it. All right, I think uh, we should take another uh, break, and then we can wrap it up with a retro reading and any sort of news that we may have collected. Westmoreland giving us the news. All right, so news. Uh, not too many things these past two weeks. Uh, one thing retro-related, Sega has um, trademarked two new Fantasy Star games. Uh, Fantasy Star Eternal Planets and Fantasy Star Eternal Hunters. Uh, that makes it sound like a freaking Pokemon title. It does, actually. That's, that's what I thought when I read it. My Pokemon Black and White. I really hope it's not a Pokemon type game, or or like Battle Network or anything like that. Right. Uh, I I hope uh, it's more like a Fantasy Star, either like an old school Fantasy Star game, or a Fantasy Star Online. Online, yeah. I mean, they are working on a Fantasy Star Online two. two. So my idea is that this is something tangential. Yeah, maybe it'll play yeah. into it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I, I have my fingers crossed because I still love Fantasy Star. Um, other than that, Doom, like we said earlier, was removed from um, Xbox Live Arcade so, without any. So is Double D Volleyball. Yeah, Double D. But nobody cares about uh, yeah, that. Yeah, if anybody has any idea what that is. <laughs> it's, it's not Dodgeball for the NES, so I don't care. Yeah. That yeah. It's awesome. Um. Uh, Minecraft, someone related, uh, released a bunch of um, old video game skins. So you can have Mario, Link, all that stuff. Of course, I think versions of those existed before. Um, I kind of want the Quake 1 skin. Yeah. <laughs> you know you know what I'm talking about? The old yeah, guy with, who's just like yeah. grinning the entire time. I think it would be appropriate for uh, for Minecraft because it's just about as uh, low poly as, yeah, as Quake One was. Exactly, <laughs> four polys, six polys. Um, they are Sega just announced that they're going to make a Space Channel Five Part Two, which is exciting. Ooh. I thought Space Channel Five was a really awesome game. I, I didn't actually play it. On is it going to have Michael Jackson in it again? Probably oh, not. Too they're, like, soon. Removing Michael Jackson from everything. 
Oh, but Too Michael Jackson has his own soon. game now. Well, another new game, not just like the old it, it Genesis actually, game. Oh, this is actually a re-release of the second part of Space Channel 5. What about the first one? I don't know. Well, they want to do that? I think they did that on PS2 a couple of years ago. So. Yeah, but nobody can buy it now. Right. Yeah. Unless they tried um, hard. Speaking of buying things, you can uh, buy the <laughs> original cover art from Night Trap, the Sega CD I game. I saw. At which oh, kind of yeah. fits our theme. And, and it's worth it by the picture. <laughs> Another thing we were talking about, and it's a retro release... Uh, Final Fantasy Mystic Quest is actually available Ooh. on um, Virtual Console this week. So if people don't remember that game and, and want to see what we were talking about, bam. That's an intro into how to play RPGs. And you can jump Basically. in it. Yeah. It's, 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 That's right. You get, you, you get your main character and one other character. The overworld is just going from one node to another. Yep. Very exciting. It's actually I liked it, but uh Yeah, I, was I, I still had fun with it. It was no Final Fantasy four or, or five or six. I mean I wish we had Final Fantasy V on the Super Nintendo, but no. <sighs> score poor Jace. It crushed my dreams. I was looking forward to it. That's all the news for this week's these weeks. Okay. Now it is time for our weekly retro reading. And this time it is Defender 2. For the Take NES. it away. All right. So it is a super arcade hit. Defender 2, Stardate, 7211. The distant planet, Ligaris, is being attacked by alien marauders. The residents of Ligaris are being abducted and turned into mutants. You, as the top gun of the Defender team, must save those people. The aliens are mean and vicious. You must fight with landers, mutants, Yabian space guppies, and more. There is a special gate in each screen which you can warp into the other side of the planet. You meet more enemies there to fight. You are the only <laughs> one... <laughs> wait, wait. You are the only one can who save the planet. Battle with aliens at the speed exceeding the speed of light in dark unknown space. Exceeding. And no, I didn't mess that up. That's actually what it says. Can who Read that for me one more time. One. You are the only one can who save the planet. Battle with aliens at the speed exceeding the speed of light. And, and what unknown. what year was that? Is like seventy two thousand something. Yeah, seventy two thousand uh, seventy two eleven. Wow, that's way up there. Seventy two. That's so in the that's future. That's five thousand years from now. Yeah. So in the future. So in the future that it's wrapped around <laughs> and became the past. Oh. Or grammar this, is not known. This game was released by uh, HAL Labs. Well, HAL America. <gasps> really? Yeah. Kirby HAL Labs? Lolo Kirby HAL. HAL Labs. I like Kirby. Kirby and Lolo. Okay, yeah, that was absolutely uh, terribly awesome. All right, I think that about does it for another episode of the BitPunks podcast where we try to talk about retro games but constantly get sidetracked and talk about other crap. But it's fun to do so. That's why you love us. <laughs> yeah. And that's why that's nobody why. listens. Um, you can <laughs> that's find correct. us at com, And if you want to follow each of us on Twitter, our Twitter accounts are mentioned there. Uh, we also have a BitPunks Twitter. It's just BitPunks, at BitPunks on Twitter. I don't even know if we post anything on it yet, but there you go. 
Not yet, no. And uh, you can find us we on iTunes, rate us, um, you can email us. Uh, what's our email address? Podcast at bitpunks.com. And please email us. We need people telling us how bad our podcast is so we can try to improve it. At least, you know, to inform us that somebody has actually listened to the podcast. That would always help. Uh, so, yeah. uh, thank you for listening to an up, another episode, and uh, we'll see you next time around. Uh-huh.